0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. I'm your host, Alec the Avocado Martinez. I'm joined here by my trusty co-host, Tyler Gibson. This is the Washed Up has beens Fantasy Football Podcast. Tyler, it's been a minute. How you been, man?
1: Great, man. Uh just got back from vacation earlier this week. Uh, the, quite the... Uh, Quite the excursion uh, across the country here from uh, DFW area all the way into Florida to, for a little Disney World action and then the beach. So it was uh, it was nice, but it was a uh, was a beat down driving with a uh, uh, one year old and a two
0: year old. Yeah, man, that was uh, it, there was like the the little the list of you you know because you got to go to the Disney, you got to go to the beach, and there was that part of me that was like he also has to drive. What was it like twenty hours? Oh, I don't know, man. I, I don't.
1: I don't know exactly how long it was because you know we split it up into two days with the kids. So you know it was.
0: Uh, you know it was a good chunk each day. <laughs> well, I know you got to get some football in. Uh, what we, you know, we haven't been back here in, in two weeks, so you know we're we're not going to recap the games. We're just going to preview this week's games, ask a couple questions. One question I do have for you is: so far over the last two weeks, week two and three, who have been some of your main waiver targets and guys who you've been most impressed with off the waiver wire.
1: Well, I mean, um, you know, a guy that you you probably didn't necessarily get in the last two weeks, but a guy that has been proven that he's well worth it and probably a league winner is James Robinson. Um but also Miles Gaskin. Um I was able to get him um I was able to get him a couple weeks ago um spent about $11 on him in a couple leagues uh, in FAB. And, uh, you know, I was real happy with that because it uh, looks like he's going to be pretty useful for me here slotting in in a couple leagues where I've got guys that missing, whether it be CMC or a uh, Le'Veon Bell or, you know, just wherever I need him. And, uh, you know, it's a guy that I'm not I'm not uh, scared of starting this week uh, in a pinch.
0: I, I, I had someone pose this question to me before earlier today. James Robinson or Joe Mixon? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's pretty uh, just in
1: a standard redraft league just for this no, no, year. No, <laughs> I mean, in a
0: trade, in a trade currently.
1: I mean, uh, yeah, I, th- I think depending on how you felt about Joe Mixon, uh, if you drafted Joe Mixon, you, you're probably somewhat convicted about him and you'd probably have a problem with it. But if you got Joe Mixon in the second round or something like it was just one of those things like, oh, he just kept falling and falling and falling. I just had to take him, but I don't like it. Kind of like a OBJ type of situation, you know. Um, I mean, I'd definitely do it. Uh, it. it It's probably the smart thing to do would probably be to do it. Um, only thing I would say is that, you know, just give that offense a little bit more time. Joe Burrow looks like he's uh, he's coming along nicely. And if that offense, you know, can just get clicking a little more, um, you know, they're they're He's getting the workload. Um, it's just he's not getting the the targets to uh really buoy him and uh his floor. So I it, that's that's a tough one. I, I'm a Joe Mixon owner in a dynasty league and it's uh, tough to do because you don't want to sell sell low on a guy like that. It's it's
0: just more of a hold situation more than yeah. a uh, are right, this is exactly what happened with him last year. So um I yeah. wouldn't be too concerned. Uh for me personally, man, like I I have shares of Gaskin, I have shares of Robinson. I, I love both those guys. I was actually, I feel like I was kind of on the gas train before everybody else was convinced. You know, I, I didn't need the week three performance. I was pretty, pretty convinced after, you know, really after week one. Um, and, and just, yeah, I think that's when I got him. I think I beat you to him by like two or three fab dollars <laughs> yep. in, in one league. And I, and I got him in, in every other league that I went after him because everybody was kind of like, you know, this could be a one week wonder. And it's like, to me, it was pretty. It was pretty obvious, you know, that Jordan Howard didn't look right.
1: <laughs> well, As- Jordan Howard is—he's having like a Kalen Balage type of efficiency, except he's scoring touchdowns, so he's got a weird thing going on right now. But I it's not the- productive.
0: On pace for like eighty-five carries for sixty-four yards and fifteen touchdowns.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I saw Andy Holloway <laughs> yeah, tweet that out uh, last week. I think, yeah, that's 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 what it's looking like there. And Breeda. Brida, something less, I don't know, man. I, I thought he'd be more of a factor in the passing game, and it just looks like neither him or Jordan Howard are really going to be uh, major involvement. <laughs> I mean, apart from just getting a few touches, but I mean, they're really not trying to get them going. They had no problem turning over most of the work to Gaskin. So well, I think I think Flores just
0: wanted to see what he has in the young guy out of Washington. But, um, but for me, I've had more trouble. I have a lot, a lot, a lot of shares of. A.J. Brown, D.J. Chark, I have some shares of Michael Thomas and a lot of shares of Chris Godwin. So I've had some serious wide receiver struggles this year. Yeah. In fact, in one league, my running backs are Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, I had Saquon Barkley, and da- and, and David Montgomery. So I'm still still set at running back without Barkley. But my, my receivers were Allen Robinson and then Chris Godwin, Deontay Johnson, A.J. Brown and D.J. Chark. So I I don't know that I have I don't have a number two wide receiver this week, and I I also yeah. am in the the weird spot where I don't know who to drop. Like I no, I, I think I'm going to have to eventually drop Antonio Gibson. I've been trying to work a a two for one trade, you know, so far this week and haven't been able to. Not it's one of those leagues where a lot of trades don't get done, but I've but I've <laughs> yeah. been on the waiver wire a lot for receivers and you know Justin Jefferson obviously was one of my main targets this week and and it's a guy that going back to the summer I said would be one of the better most infa- impactful rookies and I didn't I you know I bought too much into how bad he lo- how little his snap count ca- lowest snap count was in week 1 and you know I, I didn't really think the improvement in week 2 was enough for me and then of course you know then I then I missed out on the burst in week 3 um and but I think that that this will be a sustained um a sustained output for him. He might not you – know, I don't think he's going to score that many points every game, but he's going to be a, uh, a viable starter every week, wide receiver three uh, floor. Well, I know we're going to get into uh, some buy-sell
1: here later, but here, here's just a, a quick one, and, I, and you might be a buy on this. So, yeah, he was a 69% snap share in week one, 54% week two, and then he jumped up to 78 in week three. But what really jumped up was he only had three targets in each of the first two games, and he had nine in the third. So do you think that he's gonna get at least, you know, seven or eight targets this week against Houston. Yeah. You think that's absolutely
0: uh, that's realistic there. Absolutely, because for a couple of reasons. One, I assume at some point Minnesota's gonna start throwing the football more. Two, <laughs> yeah. he leads he is second in the N he was second in the NFL this week in air yards. If you go mm-hmm. to Steph Stefan Diggs, who he essentially replaced, he was tenth last year in air yards. And I think that this week against the a Houston defense. We'll see Justin Jefferson get get targeted a lot that uh in deep passes. But we we'll, we'll get to that when we well, talk about the preview, yeah. but I so Justin Jefferson a guy who I'm I'm excited that I got in a lot of different leagues. I also have I've been thoroughly impressed. He's been a great buy or uh injury fill-in for me. He's been Braxton Barrios. Uh he's he's not flashy, yeah. but he's been solid for for 2 weeks now. He's gotten me what I needed. He's been a pretty safe play. And that's kind of, for me, like when I have an injury like that and, to, you know, to three different guys, I, I, it's nice that I can pick up a dude for nothing. I mean, I got him for nothing in every league and get a safe 13 to 14 point floor,
1: you know? Hey, I've got something wild to tell you. Um, one of our one of our league mates in our league of record, um, he's in another league that he's been dominating for years. And it's it's Romeo. <laughs> and he told me that somebody in that league, not only do multiple guys in that league, they're rostering, you know, two defenses and two kickers. Somebody just flat out dropped Chris Godwin. And Romeo's got the number one waiver priority.
0: It's just, yeah. <laughs> Imagine. But, I mean, those are, Imagine. For guys like me, like, and I know you are too, and Romeo, obviously. Those are, it's nice to have that league that it's like, you know what, I shouldn't lift this. Uh, it pretty it pretty much
1: pays for for the rest of your leagues every yeah,
0: year. Yeah. That's I, I have a league like that. So um but yeah, those two guys have really been been big for me, uh off the waiver wire that I've that I've scooped up. You know, I've had some other guys, Keelan Cole and stuff, but he was really just good that one week. Those two have been pretty solid for me. Um yeah. Tyler, we're gonna jump into uh some news and notes. Obviously the big piece of news is the Titans Steelers situation. Why don't you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we had the, uh, the Titans had three guys test positive um, after their game against the Vikings uh, this past weekend. And they also had what, five uh, just personnel um, test positive on top of that. So then the next day um, or then after they got the next crop of results back, uh, I think they had one new positive, but doesn't sound like they're panicking too much. They had a ton of negative tests obviously. Um they've still got the the rest of the week to figure it out. Um I think the Vikings were all clear pretty much. Think they were going to be getting ready to get back to the facility uh, either tomorrow or the next day. But we have gotten news that the uh Steelers and Titans or Steelers and Vikings game I think it is this week is going to be postponed and they're going to be they're going to be looking to move that, maybe do a double header on Monday night or potentially move it to Tuesday. Oh no, it is Pittsburgh and Tennessee. Yeah. And potentially move it to Tuesday. Um, Which I mean, you know, every, uh, every fantasy platform should be able to adjust to something like that pretty easily. It's whenever we talk about skipping whole weeks um, and the ripple effect of impacting other teams and bye weeks and this and that, that you really start to have a problem. So we could dodge a bullet this week in terms of, you know, something that we feared could happen. Um, but, uh, you know, it looks like everything's going to be good. But if you have a guy like Deontay Johnson, um, you know, and they end up playing on Tuesday night, you know, that's that might be a guy that you w- just want to move away from if you can and not risk him being, uh, you know, inactive with his uh, concussion protocol. But, uh, you know, looks like, uh, you know, we have our first COVID scare in the NFL, and uh, hopefully they're able to navigate it uh, pretty smoothly and and get us out of this and we can
0: – keep everything going. I know that one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to implement in my leagues that I'm commissioner tomorrow. something I saw from, uh, I believe Ryan McDowell, maybe was the the first guy to to tweet about it. Um, But it's uh, that, that as the commissioner, you, if you have a player starting that's in that Titans Steelers game, if you submit to me a substitute for him before that plays, Mm -hmm. I will go in and manually switch them out. If the, the Steelers Titans game doesn't happen.
1: Oh, definitely, and you know, Alec, you know me as a uh, as a commissioner. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I just play it strictly fast and loose, but if somebody gets a hold of me right as soon as the games are about to start, and they're like, "Man, I was trying to make a move, like it just it locked up," like you know, I, I'm I'm usually pretty good about you know, okay, let me get in there and, well, no. and, and make percent- that switch for you before there's changes. But I, no, okay. I get I get no, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, definitely. I, I will I will afford my league those flexibilities for sure in uh in these extenuating circumstances. Well,
0: I know I'm in facing a situation in a two QB league where I have I have Ryan Tannehill, but I but my only other quarterback option is Brett Rippin. And so, and so <laughs> it's like, dude, I've got I, I I can't make that decision today. Like, I mean that's that's a big, big decision, you know, to start Brett Rippin'. Wait, wait, don't you have don't you have Baker in that one? Uh, yeah, but I have I have Tannehill, Baker, Mitch Trubisky, and 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 no, 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 it's a different league. It's uh, a league I have, I have oh. Tannehill, Drew
1: Locke, oh, okay. and Drew Lock, okay.
0: Brees, and Drew Locke, and so I, I uh, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, you you don't want to be uh, pigeonholed into <laughs> into
1: the Broncos news, right? Starter. Exactly,
0: exactly. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna run through some some news real. Real quick, we're just gonna touch on everything uh as quickly as possible. DeAndre Hopkins did not practice Wednesday. It looks like it might just be a vets day off. There's nothing that that uh sees much for concern uh and- well
1: yeah i saw I saw him talking about you know uh just visiting Carolina and seeing you know plantations with the Hopkins name and him wanting to buy them. And so I and I saw that before the news that he didn't practice. So I kind of felt like they were probably correlated. He was out, you know, visiting sites, you know, just kind of taking it in and, and, you know, just, yes, having a vet day. So I, I wouldn't be no.
0: worried about it. George Kittle, uh, full go in Wednesday's practice. Thank God. Great to hear. Uh, That's yes. so good Great to hear. To hear. I I I've that. got Kittle in so many leagues and it's been killing me. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo did not practice Wednesday. Uh, could be Nick Mullins again, which personally I'm okay with Nick Mullins. I don't think Nick. Nick yeah, the, yeah, he's, he's been fine. He's one of the better backups in the league, to be honest. I, I'm, I, I like mm-hmm. him, especially from a fantasy perspective. He slings the ball around. Uh, Jameson yeah. Crowder is questionable to play in Thursday's game. Uh, he missed Week Three. Um, oh, man, I, I know personally. Yeah, what do you
1: make of Crowder this week? If he if he plays, I mean, he's usually a, a, a pretty solid bet there with. Uh, you know, with um, Darnold throwing him the rock, um, obviously it's going to be an interesting game. A pretty, pretty terrible. Well,
0: it's be a matchup, play. really. Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> no. Personally, uh, I, if if I have him, I don't. But if I had him, if he plays, I start him. I, I think Jameson Crowder's a, a a must start every game, especially with as long as Perryman and Mims are both hurt. Uh, he is the only option, you know, it, because Adam Gase is, you know, not for some reason not using Chris Herndon as a wide as a, as a receiver.
1: Dude is, is is Adam Gase going to get fired mid season or not? Because well, I really need. In
0: him. in in reality, he he should get fired if he loses this game Thursday. That gives the next coach ten days to, oh, to prepare. Let's go. So I mean, every fantasy football fan in America should be rooting for the Denver Broncos. I think even Jets fan be, be rooting be for the Denver the Broncos. Because word on the word on the street yeah, Adam is Gase that, that Gase gone. is on the hot seat, and this would be it. Like this is it. Um and some, yeah, and not only Gase him but, him but Darnold to the next his future. <laughs> Yeah, Michael Thomas returned to practice Wednesday. There is a another a chance that he plays. Yeah. That's a that's a big that's a big big one. Um, he uh, he, it's it's all reports are that he's you know, he is trying to play Week Four, and they didn't put him on the IR, so it's possible. Uh, well, you know he. He hadn't practiced
1: at all since that injury in Week One, um, so you know you would think that he'd be good. that. Yeah.
0: it is an ankle sprain though, and that's not good for wide receivers. So, um, Deshaun Jackson hamstring did not practice Wednesday. Um, Greg Ward, God bless the Greg Eagles. Ward man. Just, just he's so reliable. Pick him up.
1: Uh, yeah, but Carson Wentz is lost out there, oh, man. Yeah. But I mean, and you know, they got to throw it to somebody. Carson
0: Wentz is is. Oh, uh, he looks bad. He looks really
1: bad. We we as Cowboys fans have dodged two generational quarterback bullets in the last decade with between RG three and Carson oh. Wentz. I mean, just guys that just had you know all the all the skill in the world, the highest ceiling, and they just did not pan out. Like it looked and like for
0: really playing. reasons out of their control, you know. Three, it was injuries right. and lack of talent around him. Carson Wentz. Well, <laughs> it sounds like the yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> Philip Lindsay's questionable for week four against the Jets. I, I don't see him as a play either way. I don't think that – I don't think he plays. No. It maybe affects Melvin Gordon. Uh, no, but you want to you
1: start Melvin Gordon with major confidence.
0: I don't agree. If the Jets do anything well, they do one thing well, and that's stop the run.
1: Yeah, but what's gonna what's gonna be safe for for this quarterback in his first start? I mean, Melvin yeah. Gordon's gonna get out and pass, catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh,
0: Zach Moss returns to practice Wednesday. Um, big news, maybe? I don't know. It's gonna. Uh, I
1: don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I'd like to hear more about, you know, how he's looking heading up to the game. I, you know, they they may they may ease him back into it in a way. Um, you know that. The two of them on the field at the same time, obviously neither one of them were were super useful. Um, Singletary, you know, looked look decent without him. I, I, I think, you know, as a Singletary, um, well, if you were a Singletary owner, you're definitely hoping that he, uh, you know, maybe waits one more week. But I, I don't I don't know that it's big news. I guess it's big news in a bad way if you're a Singletary owner. <laughs> um,
0: also with the Bills, John Brown did not practice Wednesday. Cole Beasley's the guy to target this week. Bro. He's, it's Cole Beasley's low key. Yeah, I'm six for a hundred last week. Definitely impressive. Uh, Chris Godwin, we already talked about. He's not playing uh, this week. That's going to be. That's going to give uh, Tyler Johnson. We'll talk about that more when we get to that game. <laughs> for yeah, that. we'll talk about yeah. that more when we get to that game. <laughs> Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards both out uh, this week for the Raiders. Go target uh, Hunter Renfro. Darren Waller should be in for a big week as they go.
1: Oh, yes, bounce back. Bounce back for Darren Waller, not playing the Patriots. You know you know the Patriots are notorious for taking away the one thing that you want to do. And uh, Waller coming off of that big week the week before, the, the Patriots made sure that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, Deontay Johnson for the Steelers is in concussion protocol. That's just going to make it a little more difficult with the COVID testing.
1: Yeah, you know, it's just not – it's not super – doesn't make you super hopeful to uh, to not see him have cleared it at this point in the week. And obviously, like you said, with the COVID, um, you know, precautions, it, it's going to be hard for him to probably get that all clear. So uh, I would definitely have something ready to plug in and uh, just wait for to see when they schedule this game.
0: I think the only other news that uh, injury news I want to touch on before we move on is, is Dallas Goddard and – Jalen Rager both been put on the IR for the Eagles. So, again, just more. Eagles, Eagles, man. Um, Tyler, (laughs) me and you are going to do a little uh, buy or sell. Just two quick ones, real quick, buy or sell for this week. Um, I'll bring you my first one. Uh, We talked about it a little bit. So, Odell Beckham Jr., five receptions, 80 yards, and a touchdown. That's about 16 and a half. Half PPR points per game. Uh, are you buying or selling that? Um,
1: man, it's against the Cowboys. Um, I, I would buy it. I mean, it's it, the lights are on. Everybody knows the uh, OBJ famous catch. Um, you know, is against the Cowboys in their stadium. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be revitalized. He's gonna hear the talk. Um, you know he's got rabbit ears um i i think that he he can get that done this week i would i would yeah buy i
0: i think I'll buy it too i think that with how how beat up our secondary is that that obj should at least get a touchdown out of it okay um well how about uh
1: how about this one we had we had our we had this guy's first big game of the year um with the old saint Nick coming in uh does Allen robinson Keep the momentum going with another hundred plus receiving yard game oh, and a touchdown boy. Um, against the Colts. So it's it's a lot tougher matchup than the, than the Falcons. Falcons are porous.
0: I'm going to go with yes. I think they throw the ball enough. I'm going to buy that. I think they throw the ball enough uh, that and and you know it, there's not a lot of weapons in Chicago, and the main he's he's easily the main target. He looked good with Nick Foles, so I'm going to buy that. This is, okay. I mean this is a Colts right. defense that has let you know, let uh <clears throat> Keelan Cole torch him in week one. Week two, Johnny Smith yeah. had the big week. You know, they're consistently giving up uh big numbers to a guy, so when they're not but, playing the Jets, they're
1: they're they're Jackson not Jackson Barry has still had a man. pretty
0: solid game. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, what about you? Oh yeah, I would I would buy that for sure. Um, yeah, I, I think that he keeps it going. I mean, he's got he's got uh, one of the highest workloads, one of the highest uh, you know target shares in the league uh, thus far, and you know it just wasn't translating. Even though they had won the first two games, you know, I think it's it's really a testament to what the coaching staff you know what they what they really thought of Mitch, and it was weird to me that that he even outright won the job, but, you know, I guess if you win the job in training camp and then you go 2-0, uh, you still got to watch watch your back. Um, but I, I would buy it. I mean, I, I think that Nick Foles is going to get in there. He, he's going to get the targets to him. Allen Robinson is going to have another 10-plus targets, and uh, you know, what else is he going to do? But uh, have my, other guy,
0: uh, my other guy, my other buyer sell is he's one of our, our big sleepers, me and you both drafted. He's a rookie. He's been the the touches have slowly gone more his way. Peyton Barber has been eliminated from the picture slowly through through the first three weeks. He's now overtaken McKissick as the main uh, main receiver of touches out of the the Washington backfield. Antonio Gibson against the Ravens, who have been very tough against running backs, eighty five plus total yards.
1: Uh, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that. Um, I know that he's he's actually had his last couple weeks kind of buoyed by um, touchdowns. Uh, but I do think that they are going to slowly start getting him a little bit more. And, uh, you know, he, he has that big playability. He, he can, he can make those splash play. So look for him having, you know, a couple of 10, 15 yard plays, you know, here and there. And, and uh, just, just really making it happen. Wouldn't be surprised if he,
0: you know, got a 20 plus yard receiver. I'm going to sell it. This you know, so far Baltimore shut down almost every running back that they've, uh, they face, we even saw him shut down Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last week. And he had, you know, if it wasn't for all his rece-
1: Well, that was, that's because, that's because the Chiefs, they can throw touchdowns to their offensive linemen. And they can shovel pass to some dude that nobody's heard of, like a fullback. And they can do, they can do that. Like the, the Redskins, or, I mean, the the football team are not capable of that. They're, their guys are who their guys are. So, I mean, it. You,
0: two you, touchdowns
1: you know, the Inman don't, last week. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. I mean, you, it's not a lineman. That's not a freaking fullback. I'm just they're not they're not going to get they're not going to trick it up like that. It's going to be regular type of plays, and they're going to get the ball in Gibson's hands. 85 yards alone is very doable.
0: I, I I would buy it. Has he? I mean, I don't think he's. Let me pull up his his season so far. Yeah, let's let's. Let's see what he's let's see what his max yardage is. He's gotta have gotten He had he had sixty today. yards last week. He had fifty two yards in week two. And in week one he had thirty eight. Yeah, week one he had thirty eight. Um now I think
1: now now let's look at these numbers though, because I think that we're gonna see him do more in the passing game he that's what he's got to be doing and so that JD McKissick stuff that's that's going to have to cut it I mean we already hear that Ron Rivera is frustrated and talking about you know we we could definitely be benching you know Dwayne Haskins you know we could definitely be looking at one of these other guys I mean you hear talk like that I mean something's going to change and I just I just we know what Antonio Gibson can be and it's definitely not just these rushing attempts where he's piled up most of his yards so you know if he gets if he gets a solid you know hell his floor is nine carries so far um so if he gets nine ten carries for 50 yards again i mean i i, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he finally gets loose on one of these receptions i mean that's just you know I buy it, but
0: i'm an optimist uh, what guy. about your other buyer sell oh gosh my other
1: buyer sell hold on i scrolled way down to uh look at that. I was going to this is a, this is another easy one, but I'm a, I'm going to make it I'm going to make it tougher here. Um do you think that Oh, I'm just adding these up. Do you think that James Robinson can have a third 100 plus yard from scrimmage game this Ooh. week? Uh Third in a row. So, so he in week one, he had 62 rushing yards, and he had 28 receiving yeah, yards. Yeah, he's so playing he got the books in week one. He's playing the Bengals. And then
0: it, That's a, that's an easy buy. I know. I am so excited I to actually, start James I would, Robinson again. Hot take. I could see I, James Robinson I, I, having 150 yards total this week. Yes, I like it. So that's a big box. That's, that's what I'm you here for. You look at what every other running back has done against him, and he's, he's – Oh, a very, very large part of that Jacksonville offense. So 150 total yards is, seems more realist, realistic than underneath 100, so. Uh,
1: speaking of that backfield, uh, yeah, my wife just had to uh, – she had to place poor old Young-Ho on a IR, but unfortunately she still needed to make room to pick up another kicker. And uh, RIP – Chris Thompson, he finally had to go. Yeah. She never played him, but you know we thought that he would be way more involved. Yeah, he he's been he's been a, a uh, letdown
0: for me as well. Uh, I did. James I Robinson, man, she just <laughs> dropped him. Um, just got the update. Uh, before we jump into before we jump into the previews, Tyler, just give me one buy low and one sell high candidate that you got.
1: Gosh, well, I know that we uh, you know we we briefly talked about this right before and I, I think for sure a buy low for me is Julio Jones if anybody is wavering on him and if they're thinking oh Calvin Ridley's the wide receiver one here you know they can both be wide receiver ones um I, I wouldn't hesitate to send them you know somebody who I I don't, I don't know I, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of you know uh third or fourth round receiver that maybe has, uh, had a solid start to the year, but maybe you don't think has, uh, quite the ceiling. I don't know. Would you, would you trade, uh, would you trade a Robert Woods for Julio Jones yeah, in some type of deal? Yeah. So, you know, something like that. If you, if you could pull something like that off somebody who's maybe, maybe they've fallen behind, maybe they're owing three because of, uh, Julio Jones missing some time. Um, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you can send them Robert Woods and, you know, a, a little something, you know, maybe, uh, maybe upside guy like, uh, you know, with Cam acres or whatever, you know, something something just to sweeten the deal. And I would definitely be looking at that. And uh, gosh, a, a sell would definitely be uh, Todd Gurley right now. I mean, I did not like seeing Brian Hill there. Luckily, Todd Gurley still had a little bit of production with the touchdown. But I would, I would sell Todd Gurley. I mean, he's not going to get the receiving work. He's not going to get the workload this year. Um, he's he's gotten you know the touchdowns they've been sure to get them those but I would I would sell Todd Gurley if, yeah my if sell high is Daryl
0: Henderson uh, for the Rams I know he's looked great oh and, yeah. and that's that's why I would sell him because I think at some point it's still Cam Akers is going to come back and he's going to make an impact and I think at some point
1: well even if it's not even if Cam Akers doesn't take it over there it's still they could definitely still be muddled there for most of the season and just you know like we've talked about you know. First-year running backs being bad usually doesn't correlate to a second-year breakout. So, you know, he had a good game, and, you know, any running backs really capable of that at any time. And he looked good. So, we'll see. I mean, but, uh, yeah. I Yeah, I my by candidates,
0: so I got two. I got and, and they're pretty simple. One we just talked about, Joe Mixon. Uh, if you remember last year, this is exactly how Joe Mixon started out. Uh, and I I have, I have full confidence with the amount of touches he's getting. I know people are worried about Gio Bernard, but he's still getting at least 20 touches a game. So, um, you know, I think he'll turn it around. He's a good buy-low candidate. And then also DJ Moore. Tons of targets. Yes,
1: yeah. DJ Moore's got some really good statistics going his way. He just hasn't been able to cash in. in the yeah, end I agree. Zone.
0: So we're going to jump into the previews. We're going to try to fly through some of these pretty quickly. The first one is Thursday night's game. Jets, Broncos, Tyler. Who do you got,
1: man? Um, I think even with even with the new quarterback under center, I think you, I think you've got to go with the Broncos here. Just with how putrid the Jets have been,
0: get Adam Gase out of here. Let's. That's what I'm rooting for with my yeah, heart. I'm going the Broncos I'm starting on the Jets this week is Barrios or Crowder if they play, and. You know, Crowder if he plays, Barry Yes yeah. if he doesn't. Uh if I have to, and I do have to in a couple of leagues, have to start Chris Herndon. Um, but that's literally I would never suggest starting Chris Herndon. It's just I, I'm at I mean I a- don't have
1: That's that's one of those guys that you just you have to wait for him to show it. And it just it
0: hadn't happened yeah. yet. And it's probably uh, On Gays the other ball. side of the ball, I personally, you know, I know you're starting Melvin Gordon. I don't start him with as much confidence as you do. You know, Denver does do one thing, or New York does one thing well, and that's, that's stopped the run. And so, you know.
1: Well, not week in and week out with Melvin Gordon, but I think that, you know, you stream defenses against the Jets for sure, so you want to yeah, I mean, get the Broncos get the be the you if you can. I mean, these, can. these Thursday you know, night games. That
0: wouldn't be a horrible stream this week.
1: Well, yeah, with a with new guy under yeah. center, I mean, you you never know. These Thursday night games are stinkers, man, so it's not going to be high-scoring. I, I think the over-under is probably in the 30s yeah, it's at the most,
0: <laughs> so um, it's, it's not going to be high-scoring. Personally, um, would, I think Noah Fanta must start in every game, so uh, I don't know what you're on. I mean
1: if you've got him, yeah, he's he's probably he's probably the tight end that you are starting and uh you know that's that's the type of player that a uh that a fresh that a fresh quarterback could uh could lean on um in some uh you know mismatch. Uh
0: the over under is forty for, and a uh, half no a the. Wow. Man, I, no, I slam
1: would not have under. thought that it got to um, forty.
0: Next game we're gonna look at is Minnesota and Houston. Noon game. We're playing in Houston. Both teams 0 3. One team schedule a little bit harder than the others. Um who do you who do you got, Tyler? <laughs> Gosh. Um
1: man. I'ma go I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Um I honestly, I mean I like I like both of these teams. You know, I I I'd love for them both to be able to get a win this week, but uh, I'm gonna go with the Vikings. But that being said, I'm loving the matchup for David Johnson this week. Um, so I'm really happy to have him where I've got him. I'm going. But, uh, I'm going. the yeah, Vikings. <clears throat>
0: I think that Deshaun Watson's not gonna lose four straight games. I expect him to be top five quarterback this week. I know. I know he hadn't shown it this year, but this is the easiest team he's had to play against. Um, easy secondary. Everybody else has. has you know, lit up. Even Tannehill. I mean Tannehill had three hundred and twenty six yards. It just, you know, had Derek Henry getting the, the touchdowns. Um so yeah, I'm I'm also I'm I'm going I'm going um uh, I think both quarterbacks are a solid start because dealing, and Jefferson both will have big games. I don't know which Houston receiver to start.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I think I mean I'm I'm starting Will Fuller in the one league I've got him in, but it's pretty much out of necessity. Um but yeah, you never know if Randall Cobb's gonna pop off or if Brandon Cook's gonna have him a good game. But I, I think out of the three of them you you definitely feel comfortable well, as comfortable as you can feel starting yeah, Will Fuller. <laughs> right. But he's he's uh, the one out of on, three I would uh, think.
0: Seattle, Miami, uh well, actually before we move on, who do you think has a bigger week? D- Davin Cook or David Johnson? Well, I mean
1: You know, I'll no, I asked that, cause David I think Johnson. it's possible. Um, I mean No, it's definitely possible, for sure. Um it it would be the the less likely thing, but you know what? Um yeah, maybe maybe Kirk Cousins has himself a good game. You know, Thielen uh, and Jefferson get them going. You know, Dalvin Cook still gets his uh, gets his turkey going. But uh, I think that uh, you know David Johnson, maybe, maybe he gets a little more involved in the passing game, and maybe he's he a, he's a potential by low guy uh, too. A
0: uh, he's a guy that maybe if you can snag him for pretty cheap, you might be able to. That that I would.
1: Well, yeah, I mean with the Texans being zero three, you know that's that's about as as bad as it can get in terms of you know game script you know you you need you need good game scripts for a lot of uh running backs and uh you know they're they're gonna get some stuff going their way here
0: pretty soon so uh, seattle, uh yeah, Miami, yeah i would agree um over under is fifty three i'm guessing we're both taking seattle in this game yeah you have to but uh yeah
1: love i i don't know that i necessarily uh i, I think i would I wouldn't bet on the over/under, but uh, if I had to, I would say let's take the over, man. This, this, hopefully, this is fun. Seattle has been terrible <laughs> against against the pass, against receivers. I mean, let's go Fitzpatrick, make a game of it. I, I want to see Fitzpatrick give Russell all he can handle. But at the end of the day, Russ is gonna. Yeah, Russ has the ball with this four game minutes over, like They're gonna win. Yeah, I mean. It you know but yeah thing to watch in this game is uh, Chris Carson gotta keep an eye on him leading up to him if you uh, got Carlos Hyde on the waiver wire this week you know be ready to plug him in if you need him uh, but Chris Carson was able to log a uh, limited practice today if he uh, does sit out if he we'll does sit it out I mean, in deeper uh,
0: leagues I would not if you're in some trouble and and I I know that some of you may be Travis Homer could could. Low key, be a, a big time sleeper this week. He got as many touches as Carlos Hyde, mm-hmm. and he is a little bit more of a pass, pass receiving back than Carlos Hyde. And uh, and that we've seen Carson. You know, yeah, if Carson in play,
1: play you you might see more of a more of a committee approach for sure. You know,
0: I, I would I would not be. A, a, I picked up Travis Homer. I think in one of my dynasty leagues, and I I wouldn't be shocked if he sees more work than Carlos Hyde. Uh, if this game becomes a shootout, Devontae Parker must start this week. This could be his best game of the year. Uh, Isaiah Ford, Isaiah Ford's a guy that should be on everybody's radar, um, and so he's a guy to to definitely yeah. look at. Miles, I'm
1: starting Miles Gaskin in a league
0: or two. Um, just, just oh, I mean, when you're getting of, you know, 20 plus touches where, a game, you're you know, a I've must. Got a
1: guy, I've got guys down.
0: So. We both got yeah. Seattle in that game, uh, moving on to yeah. the, uh, Arizona Cardinals and the Carolina Panthers. Um, I'm not sure anybody thought this would be a, a game, um, that's going to be as high scoring as it is. I'm trying to find the over under for it. Over under is only 51 and a half. Honestly, I think it would be, I think it would be bigger than that. Uh,
1: um, the Cardinals go over thirty for sure, and uh, yeah, you just got to see if the Panthers hold up there into the bargain on that. Who got it, man.
0: Are you cardinal? Are you at 30, all intrigued
1: so. by Andy Isabella? Hey, man, I tried to pick him up in that in that league uh, where you got him. Uh, you, uh, I mean, I I, I I skimped on the on the fab bit i did, i didn't i didn't quite know uh, <laughs> who else would be in on it that week but yeah i, I only put uh you know a few bucks yeah, they down went and went uh, you blew that out of the water um did i go with 11 do what i don't i don't remember exactly but i think i put two or three down and i you and somebody else both beat me but you ended up being the higher uh i i'm i'm intrigued i mean it's the guy who Pretty much any time you ever see him uh, come up or on a highlight, he's breaking off like a 50-yard touchdown. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's he's an interesting little dude. Uh, But, I mean, yeah, in this game, I mean, you know, Mike Davis, you're enjoying that um, while you can. Uh, If you've got uh, got Christian McCaffrey, you know, he's just holding you over. Um, You know, maybe DJ Moore finally uh, gets in the end zone here. Robbie Anderson could bounce back um a lot of a lot of good names here. I mean Hopkins has had the absurd workload. I mean the dude's been feasting um and uh you know the 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 cardinals backfield is is an interesting one to to keep a look at I mean obviously you know Drake's still going to be the guy to start yeah, there, and, but you know I mean, Edmonds has been taking his a lot touches. away
0: from Drake I mean Drake's still getting plenty of work. It's just Edmonds has seemed to get a little bit more of the mm-hmm. valuable touches. Uh, my, my thing with Andy Isabella is yeah. I think he's a, to me, he's the number two wide receiver in Arizona. You know, even when Christian Kirk was in there, he, he, Isabella outplayed him. And I think that in, at the end of the day, you've seen yeah. what you get, you're getting from Christian Kirk and he's not who they thought he was I think that they're giving Andy Isabella his chance. He was a second round pick right. last year and he's, I mean, he's lightning in a bottle. I mean, that dude is so fast and can make some explosive yeah. plays like I said, anytime you ever see the guy,
1: he'll, you won't even think about him. And then all of a sudden, he's breaking off a 50-yard touchdown. Like, what well, oh, okay, I think that that's what somebody they do thought they were getting
0: Christian Kirk, and they haven't gotten it. So um, Andy Isabella is somebody I'm willing to start, especially against – A&M, Warriors. man. Uh, I'm going Arizona. I think you are too. Uh, we're going to go Indianapolis, Chicago. Yep. The 3-0 and Chicago Bears. Man. I I wanna really? go I wanna go
1: Chicago here. I, I, I want to. Yeah, I'm um going Colts. I think I will are you going Colts? I'll go Chicago here just to make it interesting. I I wanna see the Bears you know, this is this is what Nick Foles lives for coming in, making the other quarterback look like a dumbass. Um, in terms of his own team uh so making Mitch Trubisky feel stupid and uh he's gonna come in there he I mean Nick Foles might throw for uh you know 350 400 yards this game and uh and somehow pull it out uh but yeah I, I think this this 43. could be uh you know what's the over under on this game 43 I would take the over in in my uh Crazy scenario in my head where Nick Foles. Yeah, I I uh, also see Nick Foles,
0: who as a starter in the regular season has been pretty poor, and I think in the situation last week was a a, just a. That's I would start Mitch Trubisky again because Nick Foles thrives when it's like you don't have a chance to win this game.
1: No, it's true. You do want to save the Nick Foles juice. For, and, and it's uh, also, for a I mean, he just thrives in need. that role where <laughs> it's like, dude, you're, you're not gonna four. win this
0: game. And he's like, oh yeah, watch this. But then they're like, hey man, you might win this game. And he's like, no, like, you no, know, it's it, that's when he fails. And so, you know, I think that that the Colts win this. I, they're they're honestly they're both two good defenses. So I think that both teams will struggle at times to move the football. Uh, I would take the under in this game. I think it'll be a, a pretty low scoring affair. Yeah. I think we see Jonathan Taylor get a touchdown. I think this is the week that T. Y. Hilton finds the end zone. Yes. Mainly because Hey, we gotta we gotta revisit
1: the Jonathan Taylor no, night no, line no, we're good. stuff from uh, before I went on vacation.
0: We're good. Uh I'm on I'm all in on the Jonathan Taylor screen. <laughs> uh, but yeah we're like. gonna skip over that. Uh David Montgomery is a uh, has is is honestly he's in position right now to be uh, a top 10 back
1: oh my gosh
0: if he can get if he can get all the receiving
1: work if if they don't distribute that somewhere else which Nick Foles might but even if he picks up some extra work from Tariq Cohen being done I mean
0: huge it's boost sad for Dave Tariq Montgomery. Cohen but, but big news it. for for Dave Montgomery any yeah. other players in that game you're interested in Anthony Miller yes
1: uh, you know, I am interested in Anthony Miller. Um, I think that it's a guy that a lot of people thought, um, this preseason that he was a good buy because everybody thought that Nick Foles would just outright beat Trubisky. And, uh, you know, Nick Foles has been, uh, been a guy that likes his slot receiver. Uh, so it, it was an interesting development to see Anthony Miller be outplayed, you know, by Mooney in the prior weeks. And then all of a sudden Nick Foles gets in there and, uh, Anthony Miller finds his way to the end zone on a pretty good little play. Um,
0: so, I'm definitely intrigued to see how a full yeah, it'll game be interesting. With Foles I, I think you Miller, can start turns out. this week and, and get a good floor from him uh, in a Nick Foles led offense. Uh, moving on, Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Uh, this could be a big game for both running backs. I could see them both taking 100 yards. Uh, this could be the game for Joe Mixon that he finally gets things. And, and a lot of it will be because I think Cincinnati could be in a lead at some point in this game. Please. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with. I'm gonna go with Gardner Minshew bounce back game Jacksonville. Oh wow!
1: Woo, woo. No, I'll take uh, I'll take the Bengals. I'll ride Joe Burrow. I think he's looked pretty good. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy into the to uh, the Joe Mixon and uh, rebound here. Maybe the a little bit of the
0: T Higgins. Yeah, I I, to, uh, um, I think going. T Higgins is a guy that should have been bought in most leagues, if you know, in, in deeper leagues at least. Uh anything over twelve teams, he should be on a roster. Um ten team leagues maybe not, uh, but he's definitely a guy to keep your eye on because he's um he's he's making a name for himself, not just like him, but I know
1: you you laughed at me. You laughed at me when I put him in my uh top five rookie wide receivers for yeah, this year. I was by, wrong. Over a guy wrong. like Pittman or whatever um,
0: any other guys you want to talk about from that game i think both i think everybody really in a game like that everybody's a good play um both quarterbacks are good play i don't trust your sample for the for the Bengals. i don't trust the tight end for the for the jags um the the, the wide receiver position is interesting for jacksonville uh it'll be interesting to see how that plays out uh if dj to play, you if, if, know i love if, my uh, guy tyler Eifert. oh yeah, yeah. i for returning to cincinnati yeah. that, that's a that's a big story man Um, but I'm i interested to see if Keelan Cole or LaVisca Chenault they need to stop playing Chris Conley. I know that much. They need to stop their football. He was a captain, (laughs) he was a captain. All
1: right, well, let's uh, let's uh, let's we gotta we gotta speed it up here. Cleveland, Cleveland knock these out. We're still in the noon games. Oh, um, you know, this is one where. You look at this game, and honestly, what I think it's going to come down to is Dak versus Baker. And uh, you know, of course, we're going to pick uh, we're going to pick the Cowboys, even though this might be a no. tough one for you. Um, I know you love the Browns. Uh, it's got to be Dak versus Baker. Dak has got to outplay Baker in real life football for this to be a win for the Cowboys. Um, you know, you definitely you definitely can argue that the Browns have the better backfield in terms of uh, Chubb and Hunt. You know, combining there. Uh, we've got them, we've got them on receivers, but, uh, I mean, they've got us on tight end. I mean, it's, it's, it's one where, you know, the Browns have the better offensive line. They've got the better defense, I would say in general. So, uh, it's one that's going to be, uh, it, it could be another high score game. And that's why I bought the uh, Odell scenario you laid out earlier. So I think that, uh, you know, lots of fantasy production in this game as has been the case with the Cowboys games this far. But I, uh, I think that
0: there is a solution to stopping the Cleveland offense. There's not a solution to stopping the Dallas offense. You stop our passing game, we'll beat you on the ground. You have to completely stop us. You have to be a, a Pittsburgh complete defense to stop us. Um, Cleveland, you got to stop the run. If you stop the run, then you will, you will beat that football team. If you make – I love Baker to death, but if you make him – win the game by, by throwing the ball 40 times, he's not going to win the game. That's, that's not.
1: If you make Baker, if you make Baker, hold to the ball for more than three seconds, then you're mm-hmm. going to win the game on average. Cause he thrives when he can just get the ball out quick. And that's what they did in 2018. I mean, they made it real easy on him and he had a great year. And just ever since then, I feel like just, he's never been able to get back in that groove. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's one of those things that I, I mean, I think that he's gonna have a fine day. Moving on, New Orleans and Detroit. We've yeah, got New
0: Orleans so. here. Um, do yes, uh, anyone in the Detroit backfield if New you Orleans, do. It better be Adrian uh, Peterson.
1: Um, oh God, no! Don't. I mean, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Nick <laughs> be into a guys rough just want week. Start Marvin Jones.
0: Um. Marshawn Lattimore will probably probably uh, shadow Kenny Galladay, so I, I think it, I think it could end up being a blowout. I, I think Detroit doesn't have the weapons to keep up with New York. No,
1: nope. that's what happens yeah. when you get rid of uh, Darius Lane, Quandre you start, Diggs, Trey Smith this don't week. Have Max Harrison anymore? I mean that defense. Is... I mean, in deep leagues. Um... Yeah. Man, it's been a it's been a beatdown for the Saints receivers. Um, you know, I, I I've I, I've got Emmanuel Sanders in a league that uh whenever Michael Thomas had gone down, you know, I'd I'd been flexing him a couple times and uh you know he happened to get in the end zone, but it's uh it's been brutal. And I I've had Traquan Smith too and just not great. I mean, only guy that I'm starting that I'm loving is uh Kamara and I know, think Cook's maybe not, a little bit of Cook's Jared heard. Cook so it could, your tight end, Yeah, we could be, be looking at right Traveler. Oh, he's um, yeah, he missed practice on Wednesday. Yeah,
0: Chargers Buccaneers. Ooh, I'd love, I'd love to see um, Trapman get some more action. Herberts look good.
1: He has, he has. Good for yeah. you, good for you, and because you've got Trubisky, and yeah. so uh, Herbert's able to slot right in there for you. Um, man, I um, I think I'm Don't gonna, I, I'm still gonna have uh, let, to go with the Buccaneers. That, uh, um, might miss the game. Do what? Uh, Ronald Jones, good. Yeah, I know. I was trying to Ronald trade Jones could Ronald Jones week. just before we got on. So
0: uh, Keenan, nineteen targets last yeah. week. He's he, a, does. he is a a high um, low candidate.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, if the person's yeah. not paying attention, um, for sure. Are you? Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, quickly, I, I got him in. Like, I got real him quickly, in are you worried about really Josh Kelly to see this happen? Um, I mean, I'd be worried about him if he was a guy that I was relying on to start. But, you know, as of right now, you know, I, I was still monitoring <laughs> the the situation anyway. I mean, you know, you were happy to see what was going on. But, uh, but definitely you, you liked more what you were seeing early on with uh, with Tyrod than uh what you've seen as of late. But, you know,
0: yeah, I'm not those, worried those about are him, just so. one of Moving the one on. things you got to watch. Baltimore, Washington. Uh, who you got? Baltimore, easy. Um, anybody on <laughs>
1: uh, Baltimore? Um, look, look to see in this game if uh, if Ron Rivera can squeeze this guy Kyle Allen in there if things get out of hand, or Alex Smith makes his debut, but I doubt that because I don't know. That, I know we, I know we talked enough, about Antonio uh, Gibson. You say you can get but, the 80,
0: you know the plus eighty five yards. You start in this week.
1: Um I
0: actually am
1: starting him this week in at least one league. Um uh, but it's a it's a league it's it's a pretty deep starting lineup, you know, nine or 10 guys. Uh he's one of my flexes. Just so happen for injury, you know, happenstance. But uh but yeah, I I am starting him. Uh I uh, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't start him over somebody with a more secure workload, but uh Yeah, I would I, I'm I, I always afraid if to I have start to, him, if but I I'm to. not
0: too worried if I do have to. Um, Mark Ingrams or J.K. Dobbins? Right. Yeah. Gus Edwards game. Neither. I don't want to anybody. Gus Edwards is going to lead the team in um, uh, scoring from the running back position. It, I, I read, uh, I'm not going to get too much maybe. into it, but I listened yeah, to I a to uh, I'd podcast more. by, uh, I think, Andy McFarland is his name. He's from uh, Pro Football Focus. He does their utilization charts. Then the Ravens actually have a formula for how this works. You know, uh-huh. Mark Ingram getting the, the major touches in close games. Oh, uh, yeah. In blowouts, it's Gus Edwards. And in mm-hmm. passing situations and red zone, it's J.K. Dobbins.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no. They've been major on analytics. Um, that's been for a while. Uh, moving on. So, uh, yeah. Giants-Rams. We've got the Rams right.
0: in this one. Um,
1: Yes, yeah, the Giants are a shit show. You if you have run. to start Darius them. I'd try um, not to if I, if I can. Um. No, but I am interested to watch how the backfield touches get split up with Devonta Freeman there for a full week. Didn't really go the way everybody thought it would last week. Everybody thought Deion Lewis would be kind of the guy there, and it just ended up, it, it was weird. We'll we'll just we'll see how this happens. Uh I guess we'll watch and see if Akers is active or not. I'm kinda hoping he's not um and just gets healthy. But you know, this could be one of those games where yep. maybe uh, if Cop, he's healthy, Cop, he can Woods, get a both, little bit of traction
0: plays this week. Um Evan Ingram is played just because he's the only option they have really. Um, yes. starting next week though, Daniel Jones should be streamed every single day. Yes, he did.
1: It was, everybody knew that he had a rough start to the year. And uh, so he could be – this could be your last chance to get in and snag him up if you're in a dynasty league or something like that. Um, maybe you can get in there and offer somebody, uh, you know, something a little more short-term and get you a hold of uh, Daniel Jones. Agreed. New England, the Kansas City. The season out and then sell him if you don't like him. But Well, I mean – uh, I'm not gonna bet against uh, Cam, Cam Patty. MVP, I'm not gonna bet no. against Pat Mahomes here. Uh, Cam
0: was an MVP too. Put some respect uh, on that. Name. Um,
1: I, I do think I do think New England. No, no, I, I respect it. Uh, but uh, no, I think Patrick Mahomes pulls it out. I Think that he asserts his dominance over the Patriots now that Tom Brady's uh, gone. You know, he really lets him know, like, hey, listen. There ain't gonna be none of this uh, coming in here and competing with me. This is mine. This is my AFC. Uh, but I do think that Cam Newton and uh, I think James White comes back with a vengeance. I think that Julian Edelman has himself a uh, a good game. You know, it was a weird right. game last week for the Patriots uh, in terms of fantasy. Uh, so I think that they all. Yeah, bounce I, I back, got the the um, but the yeah, Patriots. The
0: I think Nikhil Harry actually has a big week this week. I, I have uh, I think he matches up well against. Kansas City uh, with his big physicality, um, so yeah. Cam Newton's a start. Mahomes is a start. Um, most players in this game are a start uh, through the. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you got uh, that Bills. You were Raiders in a regular game. You're starting. Them in this Raiders game. are missing a, t- a couple big. Re- you know, they're two starting receivers. Uh, I'm going Buffalo. I think you are too. And I, I think this is a a game for Josh Allen where he yeah. will. Uh, he will have to score early, but if when he does, because he will, he'll, he might only have three touchdowns this game. But then Zach Moss or Devin Singletary, whichever one is the lead back, is going to be get a lot of carries this week late in that game. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't be
1: surprised. Yeah, if Zach Moss really is healthy. wouldn't be surprised if he out-carries Singletary. But I think that Singletary still probably going to have the better game um, this week. San Fran, even with yeah uh, um, Mullins. I mean, the Eagles yeah, definitely are the forty nineers. Keep an
0: eye on that backfield. We don't know what's going on for Derek McKinnon or Moser, but you know if Jeff Wilson's the guy, Gosh, he's the guy. He's definitely going to produce for you. Um, and if if McKinnon's there, I'm starting McKinnon. Oh, dude, I'm I'm
1: freaking licking my chops at Debo Samuel getting back here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't think he's going to come I think back. He's so going to practice. Week, he practiced today, didn't he? No, no no he's not practicing he's not going to play this week but uh yeah I'm I'm ready man I've got him stashed in a couple leagues He's able to get a good deal uh, Atlanta
0: um, Green yeah. Bay
1: yeah definitely 49ers who fantasy feast let's hope that Matt Ryan can shake off the uh, cobwebs it, it seemed like to me after he took that big hit early in that game I mean him and Ridley got off to a hot start and just, he could not do anything after that. So I hope that uh, he wakes back up in prime time for this game. And uh, gosh, I I really want to
0: say Falcons, but yeah, I, I got to go with Packers. Green Bay too. Aaron and Rockers I think is that is Alan Lothard go to me has become a must start player.
1: I, I'll be rooting for the Falcons though.
0: No, even oh, even with, the, well, I mean, with yeah,
1: the current situation,
0: I mean, I think um, even with probably Adams, even he's the probably even I think the you, could, guy, yeah. you could feel very confident playing Marquise Valdez Scant- Scantling every week. I mean, this is, I think Aaron Rodgers said, "Okay, fine." Yeah, Aaron Rodgers said, "Okay, yeah, fine." You I don't mean, want to Aaron Rodgers is, I'll work is a man on fire. So, and we're not going to talk about who's going to start or not uh, for Tennessee, Pittsburgh, because we don't know if they're going to play. But if they do play, who you got? I'm going to Tennessee. I'm going uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, if they do play, yeah, uh, keep an eye on right. Tannehill. I think none
1: of this, none of this if stuff. They're playing, man. It's we're either going to have a great Monday double header. Let's go. We're going to get All some freaking right, NFL football uh, no, on that's Tuesday. that's going to do it Let's for go. us
0: this week, guys. Um, we'll meet meet you back next week. We're going to have two podcasts for you next week. We might try something a little different with uh, some. Each of us having a solo show and then having our combined show. Uh, Y'all keep your ears out. Thanks for joining us. And uh, football's back, baby. Let's have another good weekend.